Hello, I'm Portia Parker-Griffin, and I want to welcome you to the Career 101 Podcast, a place for ambitious professionals and seasoned executives who want an edge in their career. We're talking about all of the things you were never taught or told when it comes to career growth, development, and change. Now, let's get into it. Today, we are talking about Resumes 102, Resume Writing Tips with Winter Love. As many of you know, Winter Love is our Career Services Manager and Lead Interview Coach. She is a current member of the Professional Association of Resume Writers and Career Coaches and a previous member of the National Resume Writers Association. In addition, Winter holds certificates in Human Resources Management, Motivational Interviewing, Mediation, and Teaching with Technology and Distance Learning. She has 15 years of experience in Employment Consulting and transition coaching. Winter attained a Bachelor of Family and Consumer Science from the University of Georgia and a Master's of Education with a concentration in adult education and training from Colorado State University. Hi, Winter. How are you today? Hi, I'm cold. It's been cold recently. How are you? Yes, it is winter time. Winter, (laughs) it is winter time. Absolutely. (laughs) Uh, You're probably a little colder than me, so I, I won't I won't gloat. We are excited to have you with us today to discuss resume writing tips. We've had you on the show before. So for anyone who wants to know more about Winter's background and her career, please check out episode two, Resumes 101. Today, we are going to jump in and talk about resume writing. Yes. Thank you again for having me. Absolutely. It's a pleasure. You are our resident uh, in-house expert on some topics like (laughs) resumes and interviews. So with that in mind, Winter, why do you think resume writing is important? You know, it feels like I'm defending my honor here. Why Why is resume writing important? <laughs> to be honest, it is, it is definitely the most succinct way to explain your career history. Uh, is definitely the best way to present what you have to offer to a potential role, potential company, or client. But it is most, the most, I guess, consistent way that the majority of people can be objective when they're viewing a large amount of candidates or considering your your information. So I think it's definitely essential. I don't think it's going anywhere. I know a lot of people want it to, (laughs) but I don't think resume writing is going anywhere, but it's definitely evolving. And that evolution is is interesting, at least from my point of view, as as I've seen it throughout the years. Yes, yes. Resume writing is definitely evolving. I love how you mentioned that point. And one of the, the things also going on, you know, is, you know, disruption and AI and all of that. But with that being said, I do think that professional resume writing and really understanding it um, can be beneficial for people as they present themselves, right, to others, like you were mentioning, and just that objective way to present themselves as a candidate for a job opportunity. So yeah, I think a different ways, I'm sorry to interrupt, but what jumped out was like connecting the dots. A lot of times the professional resume writers able to connect those dots that you may not be able to connect within industries or even across industries can 
come to mind is like those federal resumes or a military to transition resumes. The typical writer is going to be able to pick up on all those nuances, a professional resume writer with experience with these type of clients and experience and their education can even be challenging to translate. So yeah, I think a professional resume writing has value. Absolutely. And so Winter, you hold a certified professional resume writer credential. Um, Tell us more about that. And then also how working with a professional resume writer can be different, right? Than just getting help from other people who aren't professionals. Yeah, it's the certification has helped me in several regards. I think it's important for a writer that is considering uh, the certification to really pursue it because it helps standardize your point of view, right? It helps standardize the content that you're providing. It gives examples of how to standardize different type of content. But let me give an example of, of that so it doesn't sound like so vague. If there are maybe there are abstracts that you have a part of your resume or you have a portfolio, what is the best way to really display that? When you're handing a resume over, you don't necessarily have those hyperlinks. Well, how can we describe what's going on without compromising the document and really truly displaying your experience? So that process really helped refine the different tools that you can use to present the client in a better light. Because there's training that's involved with it. You know, you don't just throw a resume out there and be like, approve me. (laughs) You know, so some programs require classes to be taken. There are like panels that review of documents. So there are other industry experts who have had the length of time writing across the multiple industries, giving you feedback on your documents. And that's what's really valuable. That centralized hub of any certification that you are looking to pursue, the access to resources is really, really important. Mm -hmm. So from your perspective, what is the benefit in in working with a professional resume writer, as opposed to just, you know, getting some help with your resume from someone who isn't a professional. Yeah, it's the access to resources and that that hub really does help frame what is the, the evolution, what's happening in the current moment. So if I take a look at the resumes that I wrote before I got certified versus the resumes that I write now, my choices are completely different. And because those choices are different and refined, your ability to reach more recruiters, your ability to reach more hiring managers is significantly increased just with a variation of keywords and a variation of verbs can completely change the way that you're perceived on paper and potentially perceived for a potential role. I can't say how many times, I know we'll talk about this later, but professionals will come in and they're applying for, they're undermining themselves. You know, they're applying for these assistant positions where they should be director and it could be all in the nuance of your document and how you see yourself, how you portray yourself, how you explain your history. And a professional resume writer is able to do that almost at a glance. Those consultations matter and really are able to show, you know, who has eye for what's going on in the industry. Yeah, I completely agree. And what you mentioned about the keywords and the active verbs and just knowing what those are and which ones of those should be on your resume that are in alignment with your industry 
industry and the job that you want to target is so important. I know we talked a little bit about keywords in, in episode two. So if someone wants to know more about that, please check out that episode. And then I really like what you said about just kind of how the frame of reference and how you structure the resume, how a professional would structure it versus someone who's just, hey, I'm good with grammar, right? I'm going to help you make sure that your punctuation and your spelling is correct right. your resume. Yeah, format matters too. A good resume writer, a professional resume writer also has experience with Word and is able to manipulate the document appropriately. I should be able to fit as much information on two pages, typically, air quote, two pages, <laughs> just off of my skill of Microsoft Word. I should be able, if you give me those paradigms of the template, I should be able to update anything so that it makes sense and it's appropriate for your career, for your industry as you progress. A professional resume writer should have experience doing that as well. So that is a a nuance in itself because sometimes spelling and grammar isn't enough. Yeah, I completely agree. And I think that you make a great point there. And that's something that I talked to the resume writers on our team about before we even hire them is just kind of what you mentioned. So some people say, hey, I'm a resume writer. And essentially what they're doing is kind of copying and pasting what Mm -hmm. the person already had on their original resume. And they might put that on a new template and send that back to the client. And that's not (laughs) professional resume writing. They're not transforming that document. They're not incorporating those keywords, those active verbs, and really helping the person stand out. And so from what I've seen, I think that's a a big distinction between professionals (laughs) who, Mm -hmm. who are writing resumes and then people who say, hey, yeah, I can help you, you know, with your resume. Yeah. And, you know, we see those all the time. Unfortunately, we get those clients who have paid someone else to do it and they say that they're professionals, but they're not getting the results that they would like to see, or they just know something isn't right. And usually it's it's not from a professional resume writer. It's from, you know, the hobbyist. I sound like a resume elitist over here, but <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's true. There is a difference. There is a, it's, is a different intention. Yeah, I think there's, there's a huge difference from someone who writes from a template versus someone who writes from passion. I think a professional resume writer and someone who's been in it, I'll speak for myself. I'm truly invested in the transformation of people. I truly get excited that, you know, one piece of paper, one document can completely shift your life. It can completely put you in a different path and give you access to different opportunities. And that was what drives me as I write. So, you know, your job search becomes personal for me, which means that my writing becomes a little bit more personal. So it's just a different nuance in who you choose to to help you with your document if it's, you know, a template or if it's storytelling. Right, right. Yeah. And and we we care about our clients and uh, and are invested there. And I I like that point that you made. Um, So Winter, how do you think resume writing is different than other types of writing? (laughs) Oh my, Uh, resume writing is different because there are rules, right? We want to be able to tell the story in the shortest amount of time. So you're removing like a lot of those articles or there's no pronouns. You want it to be able to speak in chunks or in speak in, in moments to the job description as you compare it. So a lot of times as I craft resumes, I think of those vignettes. Uh, so what is, what is a good, phrase that I know can translate across
across the industry and that can I can infuse into the documents. So when you're writing, I think the difference is a lot of editing. <laughs> um, you know, so that one long sentence, I can chop it into four words, you know, if I need to. Um, the adjective, the way that you describe things can be a lot more, I don't want to say rigid because there's flexibility there, but you want to be mindful. I wouldn't go in with the same colorful language or the same just artistic value. But that just seems, that seems like that's not appropriate either because some people would consider how I write to be artistic, like, you know, so it's all in how you, I guess, how you perceive writing to be in general. But I would not have someone who writes articles and compare them up against a resume writer. Mm -hmm. Like someone who's writing novels is not going to be, I'm not Stephen King, no Mm -hmm. (laughs) ma'am. And I even noticed that the way that I write my emails is also mimicking how I write resumes. So I have to go in and like go in and edit all of my pronouns and things like that. So it definitely is a muscle that is worked and takes practice. So I don't know if I would say it's better is definitely different, is is definitely on the the opposite end of the spectrum of writing in my position or in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. And I've seen people who say, hey, I'm a good writer. I can just write resumes. And to your point, really understanding the structure and the goals and some of those rules in resume writing is very important. One way that I describe it, Winter, to clients who aren't super familiar with resume writing, I say that it is part technical writing. Right. So we have to have the right keywords on the page in order for recruiters and hiring managers to know that you're a good fit and also software technology. Right. So I say it's part technical writing. I say it's part creative writing because we are creative in how we position you, right? There's not that redundancy. We're not using the same words and phrases over and over again. We're putting a creative spin on it. And then I also say it's part persuasive writing in that you are writing for the reader and you're positioning the client to be seen in a positive light, right? And to be seen as though they are capable and perhaps over overqualified in some instances and, and ready to exceed expectations in a job. So for me, that's the, the kind of quick way. I don't know how quick it was, but <laughs> I generally say part technical, part creative and part persuasive writing. And when you put yeah. that together with the goal of positioning for a client, that's how I think of resume writing. Yeah, it's definitely a balance. And I think that a lot of writers, especially new writers can get stuck on like one, one of those pillars right? And it doesn't feel as natural or isn't as effect- efficient or effective as it could be. So that balance among those, yeah, I agree, is definitely, definitely needed. Mm-hmm. So in a previous episode, we covered the basics on what your resume should look like. But from your perspective, what are some of the biggest challenges you've seen professionals or executives have with resume writing? I think the biggest challenge is really just clarifying their goals or clarifying their accomplishments. You mentioned before how some resume writers or some professionals go in with that template, right? It's just something that maybe they've been using for 10 years for college. And I'm just adding on my job titles and, you know, an excerpt from the job description. But there's really no intention there. There's no really fleshing out the details in a way to present you in a better light. 
So I just see a lot of professionals and and a lot of times executives not taking the time to go line for line and like, what do I really do? You know, and what what is a big part of my role? Can I add a percentage to, you know, what I do? And maybe that is a good way for you to go about writing your resume. Having a, a better structure on organizing your information, I think is the biggest challenge that I've seen. Yeah, I would agree. And when I talk to prospective clients or clients that we already have, one of the most common things I hear from them is, you know, I know that I've done all of this really amazing stuff, but it's not on my resume. And I don't know how to really get it out of my brain and onto the page. Right. And so that's Mm -hmm. when I tell them that that's what we're here for. (laughs) And, you know, we can help them through that process in a few ways and, you know, ask the right questions and all of that. So agree. Asking the right questions is important too, because, you know, a lot of times we don't frame our success in a way that many people would understand. Like a lot of times, you know, you wouldn't think of your success yourself as improving operations by 20% or even trans making that translation to a dollar value. Uh, that's what companies see. You know, what is your impact and making that impact uh, in numerical value is is really important to elevate your documents and really sets you apart because everybody can add that narrative, right? You know, I improved Salesforce through training. Yeah. But tell me more. <laughs> How many people did you train? Were there multiple sessions? How long were these sessions. Like all of this is important. Were there multiple topics? What were the topics that you covered? A lot of people talk about diversity, equity, inclusion, but they don't really make that connection that they've actually done training about it or around it. Uh, Same with safety. I'm coming to find, we just came off of operations managers. So I'm sorry, (laughs) that's fresh in my head. (laughs) But those nuances matter in making sure that you are really as specific as possible. You know, when you are discussing discussing your accomplishments and organizing your information. The Career 101 podcast is brought to you by Fly High Coaching, where we help our clients soar to their full potential. More and more professionals and executives are setting out to achieve their career goals. But without the right support, it can be difficult, if not impossible. Whether you need career coaching, interview coaching, or a professional resume, we're here to help. Check us out on our website, fly-highcoaching.com. Absolutely. Absolutely. Quantifying those accomplishments and being descriptive is so important. So Winter, why do you think resume writing can be so stressful for people? We talk about this often, right? The the stress that's attached to to writing and to to talking about yourself, to presenting yourself. It's you don't want to seem egotistical or you don't want, you want to be humble. A lot of people say is I don't want to be bragging or I don't want to misconstrue my experience. But sometimes, but I think examining that space is important and we push our clients to do so. So that stressful part is a part of your growth. It's a part of your positioning. I think it's also stressful that 
people try to become professional resume writers <laughs> overnight. You know, I don't think that anyone can go from, you know, having a template or having an example of what they would like to see to writing, you know, I'm the advocate of authenticity and, you know, a change agent for, <laughs> you know, innovative processes. Like that is a huge leap if you don't have a clear idea of your accomplishments or how to express your accomplishments than to go immediate and in, immediately into that colorful language or that more impactful language. So that translation between the two can be stressful as well. Or why isn't the words coming out how I like mm -hmm. say, how I see it, <laughs> you know? And professional resume writers help with that process. I can't tell you how many times I prefer to talk to a client because to hear them talk about themselves or to hear a client talk about their position from their point of view gives a lot of content, a lot of context to expound on. So those colorful moments can be expressed more, you know, so we can talk about you simplifying a framework to drive winning performance, you know, rather than just achieving goals. We can talk more about, you know, you stabilizing operational cadence, you know, and let's explore the business rhythm and how you may impact there rather than just providing that template version that you found on Google. No shade. Google's mm -hmm. helpful. <laughs> but, you know, a professional resume writer is going to take it a couple of steps further. I'm not going to say one step. I'm going to confidently say a couple of steps further. Yeah, I I agree. Making that, making that, I would say, background, that history, that experience stand out in a way that feels, you know, authentic, I think can definitely be a challenge. Uh, you're right. We have a lot of clients who have said, I don't want to feel like I'm bragging or they defer and say, well, I helped, but you know, mm -hmm. it was a team. So I don't know if I can put that on my resume because a group of people did it. And you know, if you feel that way, you absolutely can. It's in how you frame it, right? Your, your team goals are important as well. And so yes, getting that out in a way that's authentic can be stressful for people. And I think that's also one of the benefits in working with a resume writer. And then and to your other point about like the colorful language, I agree. Sometimes people just think, well, hey, let me throw in these phrases or all of this jargon or, you know, this cool phrase mm -hmm. I found online in a job posting and put it in there. And that might not apply to you. That might not apply to your industry and mm -hmm. kind of just copying and pasting, you know, what you find on the internet or what AI produces for you is not the same, I'll say. So Winter, what are some tips that you would give to professionals or executives about resume writing? Tips, tips, tips. What can help you? You know, I really like when you mentioned those keywords, those uh, verbs when you approach. So like you helped a team. I think one tip is to examine those verbs that you're using and mirror it against the job roles that you are pursuing. You know, if you're looking for those leadership roles, I don't know how comfortable help is on your or how uh, impactful help is on your resume and like other keywords like what's a good one if I didn't help, maybe I provided is uh, another one we provided. See. Thank you. Or complete or support. I support you. And I we appreciate support, but more com commanding verbs, excuse me, are would be more 
relevant and, and intentional. So what about composing? Did you compose something? Did you design? Are you able to initiate? Did you qualify something? Uh, did you control a process? Uh, an easy way to elevate your resume is to take a look at those verbs. And then from there, you know, it's it's a tier. So if you're able to create or paint the picture of your leadership and what you do in your everyday activities, then it's e- even easier for you to connect those dots when you're looking at writing a professional summary or even your LinkedIn summary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think those are some great tips. I think those are some great tips. Something else that I think that you and I have spoken about before, and it's something that I think is helpful for our clients too, is for them to walk away from the resume for a while, right? So (laughs) whether they're, you know, writing or editing it themselves, or they're, you know, reading something that a professional resume writer has prepared for them, after a while (laughs) of looking at that same document, you know, not only do your eyes kind of cross, but (laughs) you get so close to it when you could take an hour or a day away from looking at the resume and then go back and read it uh, with fresh eyes, you can sometimes see things that you didn't see before, um, or think about additions that should be in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely agree. Even as a professional, I walk away and I'll even communicate with the client like, hey, g- g- I would like to take a look at this with fresh eyes, <laughs> because it's just not something isn't right. Or I know I may miss something. And usually it's it's the context, it's the content that you'll be missing. Something isn't balancing or something doesn't make sense as you were crafting it. So definitely walk away helps and being mindful of, you know, who you have reviewing your information as well. <laughs> you know, take take it with a grain of salt and and try not to flood your your network, your colleagues with your documents because too many hands in a pot it just gets a little too confusing. So I'd say have two people, two people that you mm-hmm. trust to give some feedback. Whoa, I agree. I think we might have touched on that a little bit in the first episode we did on resumes. But yes, I have seen clients and people think that sending out their resume to 10 people for feedback and the more feedback, the better. (laughs) And it is not the case. Like with anything, 10 people are going to have 10 different opinions. And what's Mm -hmm. most important is the opinion of professionals who Mm -hmm. have have worked with other people. And then also, you know, some people, like you mentioned, that you trust in your industry. Recruiters can be helpful for insight, but a lot of times recruiters are biased towards the way their organization likes to see resumes, which Mm -hmm. can be different than the organizations that you're applying for, right? So uh, even with that, sometimes you've got to take the recruiter feedback with a grain of salt if they're just talking about their organization. But in general, yes, blasting your your resume out to 10 people is not not the best thing to do for a lot of reasons. So Winter, what are some clues that a person should work with a professional resume writing firm? I think the first clue is that if you're not walking away, you're storming away from your document. (laughs) If it's, if it's a point of contention for you, if it's like, what, if it truly perplexes you, then I would say definitely reach out to a professional. If not for services, a bare minimum for a consultation so that they can point you in the right direction. I say if you find yourself being repetitive, I think a lot of, right now, a lot of clients are transitioning from their roles. Maybe they've had the same role for 15 years, right? So it's just the same variation of the same variation of the same role. That's not right, but you know what I mean. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, different versions. It's a variation. It's a different version of the same yeah. same role, and they they find themselves writing the same thing over and over. There's no nuance in it, or they can't find what what did I accomplish for these three years versus those three years. You know what I mean? A professional can help you flesh out those details and and really pinpoint where to go or what to highlight at each role. The industry, a lot of industries have changed when it comes to technology and how they are. I guess, requesting technology, like uh, a lot of uh, communication is very uh, generic. So, you know, they may say the type of software instead of a specific type of software. Let me be more clear. (laughs) They may say high image software or high image software experience or system experience without saying specifically, I think Eliza is one of the high image softwares in biotech that they're using right now. So, you know, those nuances are important to take into consideration. And if you don't know what that means, a professional can help you with that too. So I guess if when you sit down to begin to craft your document and it starts to make you sweat, (laughs) (laughs) Uh it's time to call in a professional, even just for a little bit of advice, because understanding job descriptions and translating it to your resume can make a real impact. And if you are approaching the document with angst, or if you're approaching the document with confusion, then that's not going to serve you in the long run. So I go off of feelings because what you feel is what you write, if I'm being honest. And if you're not feeling confident, then are you writing that confidence? Like, are you translating that confidence? Are you putting your best foot forward? So that is like one of the hugest red flags where people just like, I just can't imagine a space where I can even create the words. Yeah. Professional. Not your friend, a professional. I think another identifier that is time to call a professional is if you're looking to transition, and this is not indicative of everyone, but there are a group of professionals who are transitioning and that just don't know what keywords to use just don't know how to translate their experience to another industry or who have just finished a new set of training. And how do I make this training as impactful as the rest of my experience? Maybe I've been, you know, VP of products and right now I'm really into data analysis. Well, how can I make those two connect so that I can be appropriate or I can fit into this role or be considered for this program? So I'd say definitely consider a professional resume writer in that regard too, because connecting those dots and finding those balance that we talked about earlier uh, really helps push you forward a lot quicker, especially right now. Yeah, I love it. I love it. And then also, I mean, this one can seem kind of obvious to people, but if you are applying for jobs and you are getting automatic kind of thanks, but no thanks emails or automatic Mm -hmm. decline emails, that lets you know that your resume is not moving through the software technology systems. And that's a clue, right? That you need to need to get that looked at by a professional. And then also if you just get aren't getting as many interviews as you really think that you should be getting, that's another clue as well. And then to piggyback on, on what you said, Winter, um, we're one of the few firms that we will do a brief kind of resume review for you at no charge. And so, you know, when you reach out to us, you know, we can send that information to you via email. Um, So, you know, we can definitely look at a resume for someone at no charge at this point. (laughs) So yeah, we, we definitely care. So my last question for you, Winter, how do you think executives or professionals can get a positive edge with 
resume writing? A positive edge with resume writing. I'd say a positive edge is to put yourself in a position to see more resumes. Can you be on a hiring committee? What's your mentor doing? Have you seen your mentor's resume? What's going on with your executive team? Can you search their resume and their their bios online? I would say definitely take a look at researching what is what can be considered familiar for your industry, for your goals in the next five to 10 years. If you're interested in, in entrepreneurship and business plans, 100%, you should be doing that the same thing for the owners of those businesses. You know, what has been their history? How do they explain their history? Uh, you know, that in itself, having that awareness of different ways to express yourself uh, professionally is insightful in itself. So yeah, definitely ask around. I know that's the whole thing. We don't talk about their salaries, but a lot of people don't talk about their resumes either. You know, get together if you're a manager or if you're an executive of a team and, you know, have a professional development day where we look at our resumes, bring in somebody to come and look at your resumes as a team. That is I would appreciate that if I was on somebody's team. It's like, man, you really care, <laughs> you know? So that in itself is just different ways that you can support yourself and support others. But just bringing more awareness about it is my number one tip. That Take initiative. Great advice. <laughs> so Winter, you have shared a lot of uh, tips with us today, and I'm sure that our listeners can use that to be more confident with their own resumes. Uh, we appreciate you being with us. Thank you again. It's really a pleasure to talk about it. No one else likes to chat about resumes with me, so <laughs> I'm always excited. <laughs> great, great. Well, we will come and we will hang out again and talk about resumes soon. All right. This episode was brought to you by the Brave Bird Career Alliance, the go-to membership designed for seasoned executives and ambitious professionals with everything you need for career planning, strategy, training, and support. Thank you again for listening to the Career 101 podcast. I hope you have at least one key takeaway that you can use in your own career. If you've enjoyed hanging out with us, please rate, subscribe, and share this podcast. Until next time, here's to your success.